the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we want to uh, just uh, get started here. So what we do is, before we get started, we always uh, just seek the Lord in prayer. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me for the next hour? That the Lord would use this time for his glory and for his purpose. So Father, we thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. I thank you for the privilege, Lord, for serving you for being here tonight, Lord, having the opportunity to to be on the air and just pray for people's prayer requests and seek you in your word, Lord. I just pray, Father, Holy Spirit, take over. Be with us this next hour, Lord. Let us know, let us have the experience of being in your presence, Lord. I just pray, Lord, for an outpouring of your spirit, an outpouring of your power, that your blessing would be here tonight, that everyone calling in tonight, Lord, would would have the experience of being touched by your Holy Spirit, touched by your power. Holy Spirit, take over. You are so welcome tonight. We can't do this without you, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord again. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, uh, if you want to just stand in that gap for for something you know that's going on or somebody that you know is in, in a hurting or is in need, if you're in need, call in tonight. I invite you to call in tonight. You know, the Lord tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And what will happen? And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, we need to come to him in all things. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, everything we pray, and everything we come to the Lord. So come to the Lord tonight in prayer. Let's pray together. Let's seek the Lord together for your need, for the needs of your loved ones. Uh, whatever's going on tonight, whatever's going on, let's let's put it before the Lord in prayer. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. <coughs> Excuse me. If you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. You know, God hears your prayers. God will hear your prayer. You know, this is the confidence we have before Him that if we pray according to His will, that we know He hears us. And if we know He hears us, we have the requests we have. We ask for him. That's in First John. You can have that confidence. Be confident tonight. Be confident enough to call and ask for prayer. And say, Sammy, this is going on, or this is going on, or this person's in the hospital, or we need prayer for this. Call in tonight. Be bold. And seek the Lord tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, we're gonna get we're gonna get before the Lord tonight and just pray and put it in His hands. How about this? If you have a Bible question, if there's something you want to ask about the Bible, some verse, uh, a scripture that you've read, and you want to get a better understanding, or you just want to seek the Lord for His Word, if you heard a sermon or something, call in tonight and ask your question. Call in tonight and seek God's word. 
you know, I, I was talking to a couple earlier tonight. We were talking about uh, people's opinions. And I said, you know, it doesn't matter. Our, our opinions don't matter. My opinion is no better than your opinion. Your opinion is no better than my opinion. It's what the Word of God says. What does the Bible say about a certain particular subject? You know, so if you have a, a Bible question tonight, if you have a question about the cults, the occult, any type of uh, uh, religious question, doctrinal question, whatever, whatever's on your mind tonight, just call in and let's seek the Lord for his word. Number is one 888 That's one 888 for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests, your Bible questions, your praise reports, testimonies. Call in tonight. One eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Well, I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer, for uh, prayer and worship. Uh, we were together last night in Arcadia. Uh, had a great, great, great time in the Lord, just seeking His face and seeking the Lord in prayer and in worship, seeking the Lord in His Word. You know, we just finished up uh, going through the Gospel of Mark. We went through the through 16 chapters of the Gospel of Mark, and last night we started uh, the the uh, book of First Corinthians. <clears throat> you know, First Corinthians is a very important book, a very important epistle. Sets a lot of doctrine, gives us a lot of teaching. So, if you'd like to join us uh, for for worship, if you'd like to join us for prayer, if you'd like to join us to be in God's Word, then we'd love to have you out in Arcadia. Uh, come visit the church. Come visit. Be a part of the prayer meeting. Be a part of the worship meeting. Uh, we get into the we get into the Bible on Friday nights. So come out Friday nights at eight o'clock. Uh, again, Friday nights eight o'clock. We're together in Arcadia. The address is eight o five North First Avenue. That's eight o five North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Very easy to get to. Just get into the uh, uh, Pasadena Arcadia area. Get into on the two ten freeway. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue, and you go north for one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. Go one more block to First Avenue, and you make another right, and we're down the street at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. We'd love to see you out there Friday nights. Come join us for worship. Join us for prayer. Join us to seek the Lord. Just just, just to get before the Lord. Get, get before the Lord in prayer and worship. We'd love to see you out there. Also, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor there at the church. So if you need a church, if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home uh, on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m., we're out there in Arcadia. Again, it's 805 North 1st Avenue. So with that, we're going to go to some of our calls. Again, <clears throat> if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one 995 5552. And uh, I have a question up on the message board. What is the name of the intro song? Uh, the intro song uh, is called Avili Evramia. And that's, uh, that's in the gypsy language, Avili Evramia, which means the time has come. Uh, it says that the time has come uh, to praise the Lord. The time has come to lift our hands and open our hearts to God. Uh, so uh, th- those are the, the some of the words to the song, the verse to the song. But uh, the name of the song is Avili Evramia, the time has come. So let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Oh, we got the, here, we, here we go. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Sammy, how you doing tonight? Doing okay, Jeremiah. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Yes, uh, if you could pray, because we got another problem now. Ricky... He's very bad in the hospital. Uh-huh. I think about putting him on dialysis. They said he might have he might have three weeks to live. The cancer is bad. He's very critical in the hospital. If you could pray for him, for God to heal him. Oh, let's pray right now. You're the strength and the power. You're you're all you're everything that we need, Lord. The world searches for so much in so many different places, Mogadel. But when we're in trouble, when we're sick, when we have a situation, we know exactly where to come. There's only one place that we seek, Lord, and that's your presence, to be in your presence. 
And tonight, Lord, we come before you, Mugodel, to Rodas, Lord, you know where he's at. You know the situation he's in, Mugodel. You know the, the, the state of his body, Mugodel. You know what's going on. And I pray, Mugodel, to Evil, to Vaspilesti. We pray, Lord, for Ricky. We pray for his healing. We pray for his recovery. We pray, Lord, that you would touch him with the power of God, that you would fill him with your Holy Spirit, and that your will, that your work, your will would be done in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, thank you, Sammy. Okay, Jeremiah. God bless Are you, my you friend. Are you still going to Nancy tomorrow or no? No, I was to Nancy today. I went and I saw Nancy and Lonnie today. We were over at the hospital. Well, was you there with Pastor Steve Johnson? <clears throat> no, actually, I was there after he uh, after he was there. I didn't know he was going today. But uh, we oh, were out so there. you already went and seen Nancy we, and Lonnie. We were out there uh, uh, today. We prayed with them, stayed a little while with them, visited with them. It was, okay, it was, thank you. It was so, good. So, so, so you pop even know you. So you know Lonnie? Yeah, I know Lonnie for a long time. I know Lonnie from the Echo Park Church. Okay, well, thank you for going. Who went with you? Uh, my, JC went with me, my wife. So. Okay, Delta to Bill Budbach. And thank Tesla. you. Thank you for going. God bless you. Thank you very much. God bless me. you, Jeremiah. Thanks for calling in. God bless. And if you'd like to call in for prayer, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you can call in the number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. Call in for prayer. Call in for uh, your questions. Whatever's going on, just call in tonight and let's seek the Lord together. Whether it's for prayer or whether it's uh, to look into His Word and see what the Bible says. Uh, Christy in L.A. Uh, has a prayer request. Her eyes uh, for her eyes for her husband and for her family. So, Father, we just bring before you, Lord, the the needs of Christy and her family. For her and her husband, for her eye healing, Lord, we just bring Christie's before you, Lord, and we ask, Lord, your total blessing upon her, upon her family, upon her husband, Lord, and that you would heal her eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to George. Hi, George. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hello. How are you? Um, Doing okay, George. Before... Good, good. Thank you. Um, before I give you uh, my prayer request, I just want to give you a little background on myself. I moved here uh, from New York about five years ago to be an actor. Uh-huh. Um, it was going good, but I was I started struggling, um, and um, you know I, I was invited by a friend to church. I humbled myself and gave myself over to Jesus. Um, over that course of time, I was on fire for the Lord, and uh-huh. like everywhere, events, uh, serving, whether it's talking to people on on the streets, and for the past year. I've I, I've I've gotten a stronghold of pornography and I can't let go of it. It's something that I just keep I keep beating myself up for it because mm-hmm. it's not it's not who I am and I know that and and I just keep like believing that I'm not good enough for God. It's something that it's beating me up and it's it's taking me back to my old you know the dog returns to his vomit. It's right. something that it's, that's been battling with and I, I don't know how to get rid of it. It's something I'm struggling with really bad. Well, it's a it's a common plague on men today, George. Uh, it's something that the enemy uses against uh, against men because it's something that that is so addictive and so uh, uh, readily available. It's available. It's 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 out there uh, yeah. for for anybody to access anytime, and, and it's it's such a plague on our community. It's such a plague on 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 on, on men and even women today. Are getting addicted to pornography, but yeah. there is the answer. There is an answer. There is an answer. The, the answer is the cross, the cross of Jesus Christ, the grace and the mercy, the power of God. You know, uh, a friend of mine, you know, always says that the cross is in two parts. There's the vertical pole of the cross, and that's our relationship with God, George. That's our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And his impact in our life, and then there's the 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 horizontal bar of the cross, and that's our our relationship with other Christians. Yeah. You know, you can do this, George. You can have victory over this addiction, but you can't do it alone. You need God, 
And you need other men in your life that you can be accountable to and that can help you in times of, of, of trial, in times of temptation. Uh, this is something that, that, that you cannot do alone. It's something that you need the Lord for. You need his power, and you need the power that you receive from other men. So let's pray right now, George, and then I'm going to try and help you a little more. Father, we come to you first, Lord. And I pray for George, Lord. And there are other men right now listening, praying for him. There are other men supporting him right now in prayer. Lord, as we gather together now to come before you, Lord, we ask that you would break this stronghold, that you would break the chains of addiction, Lord, that you would take this addiction out of George's life, Lord, and that you would replace it, Lord, with your Holy Spirit and your power, your strength. Lord, that you would just replace this addiction, Lord, with uh, a desire to worship you, a desire to pray, a desire to seek you, a desire to seek your word. Lord, I just pray, Father, for George's well-being, Lord, Lord, that you would take this desire, this addiction away and throw it back into the pit of hell from whence it came, Lord. Lord, break the the, the hold that this addiction has on him, Lord, and you take hold of him. Holy Spirit, you take hold of him. Holy Spirit, you use his life for your glory. And I thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, George, there, there's a a scripture I want you to to diligently seek after, and it's Philippians 4.8. It says, Finally, brethren, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Remember this. Remember this scripture, Philippians Four, eight. Memorize the scripture. Get it into your heart. And also, George, I want you to <clears throat> to reach out, reach out to other men. Get into a, a group of uh, 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 where where you can be accountable, where you can talk about these things. I don't know. Uh, do you go to church, George? Do you have a church that you go to? Ah, uh, yes. Um... It's called Grace Community Church, but I've been lying to myself. I I, I, I I was going, and I stopped going, and people ask me if I'm still going, and I lie. Well, Grace Community uh, Church, you know, that's John MacArthur's church. <clears throat> and yeah. I'm sure that they have a group that meet together, and if not, you know, you can call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Get in touch with New Life Ministries. This is their field. This is where they minister. This is where they... Uh, uh, get you involved. You know they can plug you into a group that's near you, where you can get together with other guys and talk about your struggles, talk about what you're going through, and okay. and receive help and receive tools on how to break this addiction, how to get this out of your life. There are filters you can put on your computer. There are, are restrictions you can put on your computer. Uh, filters you can put on your phone, so that you don't get your so that you don't have access <clears throat> to these sites. Because I take it for granted that's, that that's what you're doing, right? Either yes. on, on your phone or on your computer. There are tools yes. and there are helps and there are supports that you can have, but you can't do this alone. You know, my question for you, George, is what are you willing to do and how far are you willing to go to have victory over this addiction? Now, that's a rhetorical question. I don't need you to answer it right now. But I need you to think about it. What are you willing to do and how far are you willing to go? Are you willing to, to pick up that phone and reach out for help. You did it tonight. You called this program. But we're just, you know, you know, I can't have that much impact on you. You know, I can pray for you. I can pray with you. I can give you advice. But you need someplace you can plug into and somewhere you can go and somewhere you, where you can be with other guys and, and just take care of this problem. It's not something that's going to go away overnight. It's something you need to work on. It's something that you're going to put, that you're going to have to put, your 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 emphasis on to get free from this addiction. So yeah. you know, I've given you a, a scripture to to memorize. I've given you some advice about going back to to church and getting plugged in with a group at your church, calling one eight hundred New Life, getting plugged in with a group from them, doing everything you can do 
There's also another. There's also a book you can read. Uh, there's a book called Every Man's Battle by Steve Arterburn, or there's a book called Pure Desire by Ted Roberts. These are books that you can read and get a handle on knowing uh, uh, what's going on in your life and uh, a better way of, of dealing with this. Okay, George? Yes. Thank you so much for the encouragement, for the prayer, and for the resources. I really appreciate it. George? I'm definitely going to take the willing uh, the step to, to move forward because I am willing to do anything, and I, I'm, I'm willing to go far. Well, the next step is, is the ball's in your cart. The first thing you do is get up and go to church tomorrow. You know, reach yes. out to your pastor, reach out to somebody at the church, you know, tell them what you're going through and just, you know, be, be, be open, be transparent, you know, be vulnerable because the people, yes. the people at church, the pastor at church, you know, they're there for you to be vulnerable with, you know, they're not going to judge you. They're not going to shame you, you know, and, and, and it's, it's something where they're going to embrace you and, and try and help you. And especially the people at New Life, you know, that's what you're going to receive from them. So I want you to call them. Get plugged in with them and get plugged in with a group and do what you need to do because it's something that, that will benefit you for the rest of your life. Taking care of this problem will benefit you for the rest of your life. Okay? Thank you so much, brother. God bless you. God bless you, George. Yep. Good night. Good night. <clears throat> if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you need help with prayer, if you need help with the Bible, if you need help asking a question, call in tonight. You know, we're almost through half of the program. It's 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for your on-the-air calls. Uh, Mark and Father Jim, trying to identify problems from childhood prayer requests for for Father. So, Father, we just come before you, Lord. Lord, you're a good, good Father. You're the perfect Father. You're the father who cares for his children. You're the shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. So we pray for Mark and his dad. We pray for Mark and Jim, Lord, trying to identify problems from their childhood. Lord, so many things happen in our childhood that reflect on us for the rest of our lives. But Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would minister to them, that you would bless them, and that you would bring out, Lord, bring to, to their understanding, Lord, things that have happened and how to deal with them, Lord. I just thank you and praise you and pray for their well-being, pray for their blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Jocelyn. Hi, Jocelyn. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Good yes, I have a question, please. Sure. Am I, I belong to a small church. Uh-huh. Am I supposed, I'd like to move to a different church, a bigger church where I can find more more love, um, because um, now that my daughter's in college, and am I supposed to just stay in this small church? Um, I, I don't feel support, I mean, because I'm a single mom, uh-huh. but my daughter and I, because my daughter grew up in Excuse me. Yeah. Well, Jocelyn, let me, give me, let me get a, a correct understanding. You're in a small church. Yes. And you're asking me about moving to another church. Yes. Why Why would you want to move? What is it about this church that's making you uncomfortable or making you want to move to a different church? Why? Um, yes, the church had been there for me. The church loves me. But because of um, the past experiences that I had with this church, I don't feel love from them. Mm-hmm. And when I need, and it seems like um, when I needed, um, um, it, when I need, um, I don't feel love. I, I, I mean, in a sense, like they always, pastors always preaching about love. Uh-huh. I don't feel it from them. Past members of the church had left the congregation, and. Um, one of the deaconesses had said, oh, if the family leaves, another family will come in. I've seen the, I've seen the pattern, and I've, um, I've seen the pattern in this small church, and, and the reason I'm asking is because if I move to another church, um, 
I have to start all over again. They don't mm-hmm. know me. And right now, um, I'm a single, I mean, I'm 60 now, and I'm like, do I have to start all over again, get to meet new people again? I don't feel the love. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the love from the church. Yes, they have helped me. Oh. And um, I don't feel well, the support. You know, if if you don't, <clears throat> you know, I'm wondering why you don't feel loved or you don't feel the love at this church. You know, are they are they being mean to you? Are they neglecting you? Because you said they've been there for me. They've helped you before. Right. You know, uh, I'm wondering, is the pastor not showing love in the church or the deacons? Um, I'm just wondering what's going on. I'm wondering if you can, if you if you stay, if you'll be a help to this church and maybe show them love where they would respond to Christ's love. I think that's what's happening. That's why I couldn't move. I think that's what's happening in me. I I know the Lord is telling me, hey, it's you who should show them, even though they're there. The Lord might want to use you as an example to to show love to them, to where they will respond. You know, even though they haven't shown you or you don't feel loved or feel the love from them, you know, Christ might be using you to make a difference. It's, you know, it's, it, it's always better to stay and make a difference than to leave. You know, if the, if if there was bad teaching or wrong teaching, or if there was something uh, going on in the church that's that's you know, if there was immorality in the church, I would say you know it's time mm-hmm. to to get out of that church or something. But if it's a matter of of you just not feeling love from that church, I would try and stay. I would yeah. try and stay and show them love. And just be a loving person towards them, and let Christ shine through you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But but but, but 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 Justin, let me let me let me just add one more thing, that, and I, I don't want I don't want to neglect this. You yes, should do it prayerfully, Jocelyn. Prayerfully, seek the Lord, ask the Lord. Don't just listen to me and say, "Well, Sammy told me, gave me this advice." No, 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 no. No, no, no. no I no. want you to pray and ask the Lord. And just ask the Lord to speak to your heart and yeah. show you what you should be doing. Okay? Yeah. Yes, 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 I am. I will. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. I okay. hope you feel better. Thank yeah. you, Jocelyn. God bless. Good night. Bye. Thank you. Well, let's go back to our phone lines and let's talk to Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Sammy. Mill Bobby. How are you? Good, Bobby. How you doing? All right, Sammy, I'm just calling up to let you know I called up two weeks ago uh-huh. and asked for prayer because I couldn't forgive people, couldn't right, we forgive talked, my ex-wife. We talked a lot about forgiveness, yeah. right? Right. And I just wanted to share with you and the listeners that it changed so much since two weeks. Praise the Lord. The following Sunday, I went to church, and I couldn't wait to have communion. <laughs> Praise and the I, Lord. I forgive her. I forgive other people. And I feel like I'm back in to the presence of God. Praise the Lord. A feeling that I haven't had since over a year. Well, you know, a lot of times forgiveness is more for us, Bobby, than it is for anybody else. When Amen. when we Amen. release those people, we're released, you know. Yes. When we yes. hold a grudge or when we hold unforgiveness in our hearts, we're it's like we're keeping ourselves in jail we're keeping ourselves in a cell and when we open the door to forgive we get out of that cell and i think that's what you what you realize that's i think that's what you've experienced and also sammy when a person holds a holy on one person all of a sudden you start getting uh hatred on other people too hey it's it's easier to yeah it's easier to hate other people when you when you when you hate one person it's easier to hate a second and a third. And it's it's devastating to just to a person's life. It it, it affects our relationship with uh, with God. It affects our relationship with other people, uh, and it destroys us. Hate you know hate can destroy and it does destroy. That's right, one hundred percent. I just wanted to call in for other people to listen. Amen. Whoever has got hatred, Amen. against anybody. Bring it out to the Lord. Yes. Bring it out in front of man. Confess. Yes, confess it. And work on it. 
Amen. Well, let's pray right now, Bobby. Mordad, I thank you for Bobby. I thank you for his heart, Mordel. And I pray, Mordel, that you would continue the good work that you started with Bobby, Lord. Lord, that as he released releases this, this this unforgiveness as he releases lord these people from 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 holding grudges on them lord lord that you would just enhance and 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 and, and strengthen him lord that you would just reveal more and more of your love and your grace and your mercy to him Mugodel. lord and we pray for other people Mugodan. we pray for other people that are holding grudges they, they, they keep unforgiveness in their heart Mugodel. i pray for these people lord Lord, that you would give them, Lord, the, a heart of, 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 of forgiveness, a heart of mercy, Lord. Lord, that we would realize as much as we have received your grace and your forgiveness, that's as much as we need to give grace and forgiveness, Lord. And I pray for everyone who's holding a grudge, unforgiveness, we just pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will touch each and every person listening for forgiveness, for grace, to receive and to give forgiveness, Lord. So we just thank you, Mugodil, in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you for the work of grace. We thank you for the work of your forgiveness. Amen. 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 God bless Sammy, you, my brother. I had another question. Sure. I had another question, Sammy. You guys said you started a new book on, uh, on uh, Corinthians? Yeah, we're starting a new study. We, we started last night uh, in Arcadia. Uh, we started uh, the teaching on uh, First Corinthians. We're going to go through it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Okay, well, I would like to enter. In well, come on over. Friday. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. we get together every Friday night at eight o'clock. Uh, we get together and we just pray and we seek the Lord. We worship uh, and then we get into the Word. So eight o'clock. It's eight o five North First Avenue in Arcadia. Thanks a lot. I'll see you on Friday. All right, Bobby. God bless. Good night. Bye. And like I said, we're starting a new study. We're starting uh, the book of 1 Corinthians. So if you're interested, uh, read read the first chapter of 1 Corinthians this week and then come out to Arcadia uh, at 805 North 1st Avenue on Friday nights at 8 o'clock, and we'll see you there. Uh, Let's go back to our next caller. If you want to call in tonight, if you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a Bible question, something you'd like to, to, to just talk about, you're welcome to call in tonight. I encourage you to call in. The number is one 995 That's 1-888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Leonardo. Hey, Leonardo, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help? Hello. Hi there, uh, Pastor Sammy. Hey. Uh, well, well, hello, and I thank you for your ministry. I'm calling because um, it seems like every time that I rededicate myself to the Lord, you know, I get a little off track with some things, and I get back in with the Lord, and I, you know, I'm walking. I've been walking with the Lord for several years, and sometimes you get off track and mm-hmm. and um so anyway um i hear a lady there talking about her church and i have several things um uh for one thing uh, i just feel like i'm being attacked whenever i make like a consecrated dedication to the lord i feel like the devil just comes out with all guns blazing mm-hmm. uh tonight i disconnected i deleted my Facebook account because it seems like it's a distraction. I don't think it's, I don't think God wants me there right now because every time I get on Facebook, it, I have nothing but arguments with people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I deleted the account and, um, and, uh, today at my church, I was called two days ago to play special music in church and I don't feel like I'm uh, really appreciated or respected at the church because they've done this before. They call me just out of the blue and ask me to do music on off late, uh, you know, late notice. Okay. And, and then I go and I do the music, but anyway, um, the music went well, but when I walked in the church, uh, the first thing that was told to me 
by the greeter was to go over here to the office because they wanted to talk to me. And I was going to try to prepare to do this music, so I didn't really want to do that. But they, I got talking to them, and they were signing a petition to remove the pastor. And uh, because there were some problems there last week, I didn't see what, the, what happened, but evidently some type of a fight broke out, and the pastor called the police, and there's, there was other things going on with the pastor that I wasn't aware of. And, and so anyway, they want to remove the pastor. And it just seems like ever since I've gone to this church, there's always been like a tension, uh, pressure, like something's not right. Mm-hmm. And uh, then this new pastor came, and then it got like chaotic. And so, Steve, anyway, is there is there a so, question or something you want? What what? How can I help well, you tonight? What what's your question for me? Well, what it is that um, you know these when you have these type of of issues and you feel like you're not appreciated, you know, they, it it just feels like uh, you know like you're not. You know, you wanted there, but but only, but it doesn't seem like, like the lady was saying. Well, you know, see, we we, we serve not for the we serve not for the appreciation of people, but for the pleasure of the Lord. You know, I we, know, but I know, but when you start to feel like you're used and you are in bad financial straits, mm-hmm. uh, and I have health issues, and you feel like it, you just feel like. You go to church and nobody uh, is there through the week. Nothing's going on all week, and then you go to church. You see people, and then it's hello, goodbye. It just feels like there's like no real connection, you know. Yeah, well, if, so, if that's the way you feel, that. if that's the way you need to feel at church, I would talk to the pastor about it, you know, and I would mm-hmm. prayerfully seek the Lord, you know, if that's if that's where the Lord wants you to be, or if there's someplace else that the Lord would have you. You know, so that that would be my advice to you. Know, prayerfully seek what would be the Lord's desire for you if if you're to be serving in that church, or or not. But again, we don't serve in church for the appreciation or pat on the back from people. You know, we we serve to to serve the Lord and to serve people. And you know, I think of uh, you know when when the Lord tells us to love. You know, he wants us to love the way he loves, and he loves us without expecting anything in return. You know, and I know that's hard, but but that's the agape love that that God shows us. He just loves us for the sake of loving us. We serve and we love people for the sake of loving and serving them because we love the Lord. You know, and we give sacrificially. We give of our service. We give of our time. We give of our money. You know, not expecting anything in return, because you know uh, that's the way the Lord, that's the way I see the Bible calling us to serve, and the way the Lord calls us to be, is to just love people and serve people because we love the Lord. You know, and that would be my advice to you. You know, prayerfully seek God if that's where He wants you to stay, to be showing, to show love and to 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 serve, to be in service, or if it would be His will for you to move on to a different church, but. Know this, mm-hmm. Leonardo. You're never going to find a perfect church, you know, because yeah. where, wherever yeah. you go, there are imperfect people. We're all imperfect. Right. We all have problems. But you know, can we work out our problems? I believe we can when we're open, when we're honest. You know, when we're seeking the Lord together and just seeking His will. I believe that those problems can be worked out. And I, I would, I would encourage you to try and work out these these things with your pastor, with people in the church that you talk to. You know, if if it's hello, goodbye, you know, don't let it be hello, goodbye. Ask people, how are you doing? Is Can I pray for you? Is there anything going on that, that, that you need prayer for? Or how can I help you? Or, you know, try and be a help to people. You know, you know, if you want a friend, be a friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I hope I hope that helps, Leonardo. Yes, it does. Um, also, I've been having a cough. And it kind of keeps reoccurring coughs. Well, let's pray. Father, I just pray for Leonardo right now, Lord. We've talked about a lot of stuff, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that you would minister to him in his heart, in his mind, and in his soul, Lord. Through your word, Lord, that you would minister to him and just show him your will. 
for his life, Lord, where he should be and how he should be and how he can help in this church, Lord, how he can be a, a, a servant in your kingdom, Lord, a better servant, a more effective servant. And I just pray for his health, Lord, that you would relieve him of this cough. Father, whatever is going on, Lord, I just pray for a touch of your hand, a touch of your Holy Spirit, Lord, to be upon him, Lord, that you'd fill him and anoint him and just heal him in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank God bless you, Leonardo. Good talking to you. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Let's go back to the phone line, and we're going to talk to Steve. Hi, Steve. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, Sammy. How are you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? Oh, okay. And not okay. Okay. Um, well, uh, first of all, I, I have a, a Bible question. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm going through uh, Psalms, and uh, and I, 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 I've seen this uh, uh, same word for, for years. Um, uh, for example, uh, it's uh, Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, and, uh, and, and I, I don't know what it means. Well, Selah means pause and meditate, okay? Like when you read, how majestic is the Lord and great is the Lord, and, you know, it'll say something about, about an attribute or talk about something, and then it'll say Selah, S-E-L-A or S-E-L-A-H. And that means, now wait a minute here, pause, think about what you just read, and meditate on the Lord. That's what it means, pause and meditate. So just take a minute and go back and just think about what you just read. You know, if it says, how great the Lord is your majesty and how mighty is your is your expanse or whatever, it's going to say Selah. So you, you take a minute and you just think about and meditate on what you just read. You got that? Okay. That's what Selah uh, means. Is it, uh, is it, is it uh, pronounced Selah uh, or Selah? I'm not sure. It could be. I'm not sure if it's sila or sila, but uh, that's what the meaning is. It means pause and meditate. Okay, that's pretty simple. Great. Okay. Um, and uh, and a uh, a friend of mine by the name of Lorena uh, was run over by a car a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and uh, and at at this point of time. Uh, you know, she's uh, uh, she's having some some real major issues, mainly pain, mm-hmm. because you know it, it, it you know it's affected her, uh, her 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 muscles, her ligaments, mm-hmm. and of course her bones, and right and and such. So so she needs prayer. So, and, and, what, uh, and what was her name again, Steve? Uh, Lorena. Lorena. Okay, let's pray for Lorena. <clears throat> Anything else? Yes, for myself as well. I'm facing uh, two different surgeries for two different problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, gallstones, and uh, and it's been said that uh, that I might have to have it. Have the gallbladder yeah. removed? Yeah, okay. and 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 instead, I'm I'm hoping to you know to have just the stones removed. But I don't know if that's no, that's not. They don't. They don't remove just the stones. They have to remove the, the entire gallbladder. But it's a, it's a relatively simple procedure, and uh, you'll be home the same day, hopefully. And we'll just pray for a good for for good results, Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that we could come to you in prayer, that you are the ultimate doctor and you are the ultimate provider. You are all we need, Lord, and we know, Father that whatever you call upon our lives, Lord, it's for our good and it's for your glory. And I just pray for Steve right now, Father, that as he pauses and meditates on your word, Lord, that you would minister to him. As he reads and as he studies your word, Father, that you would just fill his mind with your thoughts and that you would fill his mind with your truth and with your revelation of who you are. And I thank you, Lord, because I know that you will heal, Steve, Lord, whether it's through surgery or a miraculous miracle, Lord. I know, Father, that your hand is upon Steve, that you love him, Lord, and that you will do according to your will, and your will is a, is always good. It's always for our benefit. 
I think of Jeremiah 29, 11, Lord. You know the plans that you have for Steve, and your plans for Steve are good and for his welfare, and not to cause him calamity, but to give him a future and a hope. So I thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in Steve's life, and I pray your healing upon him. And we pray for Lorena, Father. Lord, that you would just heal her. Father, that you would relieve her of this pain and, 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 and all that she's going through, Lord, that somehow, Lord, you would touch her life. Lord, that you would just touch her with the power of the Holy Spirit and that you would do abundantly, exceedingly, beyond what we ask, Lord, for her blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay, and, Steve. And, uh, and, uh, and one more thing. Uh, uh-huh. the This other surgery I'm facing uh, has to do with, uh, with at this time, uh, the loss of use of my right hand for for nearly a, a, a year, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and 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 the loss of, of the use of my only uh, um, good leg, which is the right leg, uh, because there's some pinched nerves, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that are in the neck. You know, that the neck ones are are. Uh, are putting pressure on on, on the spinal cord uh, from from the neck, which is affecting uh, you know both leg and hand. So so I'm looking at surgery for that. Well, Father, we just we just put these surgeries before you, also, Lord. And I pray for Steve, for his hand and his leg, Lord, for these pinched nerve that's causing him so much problem, Lord. I pray that you would relieve the pressure, Lord. That you would just touch him, Lord, miraculously, Lord that the doctors would be astounded at what you're able to do and what you're doing for Steve, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, for his recovery. I pray, Lord, that he wouldn't need surgery. But even if he does, Lord, I know, Father, that you will be in charge, that, you'll, that you will guide the doctors and you will guide the surgeons, Lord. Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would heal him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Steve. God bless you, Steve. And thanks for calling in tonight. Thanks for reaching out. God bless. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yeah, I just had a question. If you're in a small church and you have a gifting from God, but there's no, there's not anything in that ministry for that gifting, does that mean you're in the wrong place? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's it, that's a good question. What's uh, so? What's what's the gifting that you're talking about? Is it is you're talking just in general, or do you have a specific thing you're talking about? Well, something like say that you used to be on a prayer line and you prayed like you pray for people uh-huh. intercessory prayer, and they don't have anything at that church for that. Uh-huh. Why don't you? You know, how about going to the pastor and, and telling you know, pastor, I have a burden to pray for people. Is there any place uh-huh. in the in the in the church where I can serve, you know, either a prayer list or can we ask people for for their prayers uh, to write them down on a card and I can pray for them during the week? You know, there's always mm-hmm. ways of serving in the church. The pastor might not be aware of your desire to pray for people. The pastor might right. not be aware that you have a, vo- a a voice for singing and and you'd like to wor- pray. Uh, you know, you'd like to worship in the choir. You know, make your request known. Make your desire known. Go go to the pastor respectfully and and ask him. You know, is there a place where I can serve in this area, pastor? You know, it's not always mm-hmm. a time to leave and and look for another church when we can stay where we're at and and enhance and improve the situation at the church we're going to. All right. Now about false doctrine, if there's something in there, but not everybody believes, like there's some people that believe certain ways or different ways regarding which I asked you before about uh, uh-huh. about salvation. You know, you have to keep your salvation after you get it by good works and all this. I think they're confusing sanctification with salvation. Well, they're, they're confusing and, works with grace, you know. But yeah. uh, that's that. That would be a, a reason to leave a church if you've gone to the pastor and the elders and you've talked to them, and you you've been un, un, unable to to uh, resolve the issue. And if there's a false doctrine that's being taught in the church, I would not stay in that church. You know, I would make mm-hmm. it. I would I would make it known that there's a false doctrine there. There's a false teaching there. But I'd, I'd have to really make sure that I know what I'm talking about and uh, that I've studied. And I've, and I've asked other people, 
and that this is a a, a genuine false doctrine uh, that's going on, and that would be a time to time to leave the church if they're teaching uh, a works type of salvation. Uh, if they're teaching, you know, you have to be good enough to earn salvation, or you have to do this, or you have to do that, or uh, some type of false teaching, that would be a time. That would be the time to leave a church. You know, that's mm. one of the things. I, that's one of the times I would say, yeah, time to go. Why are people being blessed there? Well, you know, a lot of times people are not being blessed because of the doctrine, but in spite of the doctrine. You know, in spite oh, of, okay. of, you understand, know, we have a loving and gracious God. And, you know, God knows the hearts of people. And if people are truly seeking him, even though they're not receiving the truth, you know, they're, and they're seeking God, you know, people can be blessed, not because, but in spite of the leadership of the church. Mm, you know, that's, okay. you know, so, yep. you know, you can never put God in a box and say, well, God can't do this and God can't do that. God is sovereign. And he does what he wants. You know, there are certain things that God can't do. He can't lie, you know, and he can't be influenced by evil. You know, that 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 would go against God's character, his nature, his attributes. You know, but God is sovereign, and he allows the sun to shine on the evil and the just. He gives, you know, he says in his word, he allows the rain to, to rain on the, on, the, on the righteous and the unrighteous. That's his common grace. You know, but then there's saving grace, you know, and there's the grace of Jesus Christ, and that's what we want. That's what we seek. But God is sovereign, and He can do whatever He wants, Vicky. And sometimes He blesses people not because, but in spite of certain things. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Very helpful. God bless you, Vicky. Good you night. Too. Bye. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, we've got uh, just a few minutes left, and I can't. Uh, leave uh, leave you, you guys without without sharing a little bit of God's word. You know, I was saying we've, we've, we 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 did a, an introduction to First Corinthians, and you know, if you come out to Friday on Friday nights, you get the full teaching, you get the whole hour of teaching or half an hour of teaching, whatever, however the Lord leads. But so I would encourage you to come out and get the teaching. But tonight, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about First Corinthians, the introduction, and Paul was the writer of First Corinthians. He wrote this letter. To the Corinthian church, to the to the to the to the city of Corinth, to the church that was in Corinth, Paul was right there, and it's 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 important to know because Paul is such an, a, a tremendous part of the New Testament. He wrote more than two thirds of the New Testament. You know, he wrote Romans and First, Second Corinthians, Galatians, Philippians, Philemon, so many letters that he wrote, and we get so much of our doctrine and so much of our teaching from Paul. He's such an influential writer. Uh, of, of the New Testament, so you need to know Paul was the, the 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 writer. Paul wasn't in Corinth when he wrote this letter. He was in Ephesus. Uh, he had spent uh, a, a year and a half in Corinth. He was the the first uh, a preacher to preach the gospel in Corinth, and he stayed there for about a year and a half and uh, planted the church there and uh, cultivated the work there. You know, he was there for a year and a half, and then he left Corinth and felt the need. And we'll talk, you know, we talk about that in the introduction. We felt he felt the need later on to write a letter of correction to the Corinthians. There was stuff, there was stuff going on in the church that he needed to correct it. They, they, they'd sent him a letter to ask him questions uh, about certain issues that was going on in the church. And he had heard things that was going on in the church that he needed to address. So he sent a letter. Around the year 56 A.D., uh, and then uh, Corinth was located in Greece. It's a port city in Greece between the two seas, uh, the Aegean and the Adriatic Sea. It was a great place to, it was a great strategic place for trade. It was very wealthy, a very wealthy city. Uh, It had an outdoor theater that could seat 20,000 people. Can you imagine that? You know, it's about half the size of Dodger Stadium. There's the city in Corinth, an ancient city, two thousand years ago, and it, it, it was about it was less it was a little less than half the size of Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, I think, holds fifty four thousand or fifty five thousand. Well, the outdoor theater in Corinth held about twenty thousand people, and they held games that that would rival the Olympic games. It was called the Ishmian Games. 
they had uh, you know they would do uh, racing and marathon or whatever they did athletic sports that rivaled the Olympics. There was a population in uh, in Corinth of, of Greeks, Romans, Orientals, and Jews. You know, obviously there was Jews because Paul, Paul went into the synagogue and he preached. There was a a, a a temple there dedicated to the goddess Aphrodite. Aphrodite was one of the most popular uh, goddesses of the Greek uh, mythological religions. And she was the goddess of love and beauty. And I can't begin to tell you on the radio what would happen at this temple and what kind of uh, priestesses were there and, and the, the the immoral things that would happen in that temple. But this was a very uh, 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 immoral city. To do something the Corinthian way was to do something immoral, something that went against morality. So, like I said, Paul was the first to preach the gospel in Corinth around 50 AD. And he was working with a couple named Aquila and Priscilla, and they were, all three of them, they were tent makers. So they would support themselves by their trade of tent making while they were preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul was preaching in the synagogues when the Jewish rulers opposed him there. So when he, when the Jewish uh, leadership opposed the preaching of Christ as the Messiah in the synagogue, he moves next door to the house of Titus, Adjust, oh, I'm sorry, Titius Justus was the name of the man who lived right next door to the synagogue. So Paul moved in and started preaching in this man's house. And many Jews, many Jews came to the Lord. Many Jews came to the Lord in Corinth. So many that they started a church. You know, then the Jews accused him before the Roman governor. But all the charges were dismissed. And Paul continued to preach for 18 months in the city of Corinth. You know, we need to know the Word of God. All of our doctrine, all of our teaching comes from the Word of God, comes from the Bible. And I encourage you to come out on Friday nights and let's start learning not only what we believe, but why we believe it. You know, doctrine is not a big word. It just means teaching. Where do you get your teaching from? Do you get it from the Bible? Do you get it from your pastor? Do you get it from the radio and what you hear on television or see on television? We should be getting our doctrine from the Bible, like I said. So I hope you'll come out on Friday nights, 805 North First Avenue. Come out. And let's study the Word together, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Let's take the Lord at His Word when He says that He will be found of us when we seek Him with all our heart. Well, as you can hear in the background, there's music playing. Our time's up for tonight. I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope that you'll reach out again next week for prayer. God bless you, and good night. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.